0: Alright, guys. I'm, I'm I'm Wayne, and this is Garth. Game uh, we're going to talk about some movies.
1: Fuck yeah, man! This is <laughs> I'm excited about this episode. Yeah.
0: So, um, I'm your host Jack Tomastro, and I'm joined by my very good friend and <laughs> co-host Keaton Byer. Hello, Keaton. <laughs> game
1: on, man! Game on. We are on. not, in fact, Wayne and Garth. No, I wish though that would be sick. Uh, yeah, we're doing Wayne's World this week, and it's gonna be awesome. Wayne's World. Wayne's World. That's fucking. That's uh. That's uh, Mike Myers and uh, Dana Carvey singing that too, which is so excellent. Yeah, it is, which is hilarious. <laughs> so good. It's so because they fight. They give her right. They're good. They're well. I mean, yeah. Mike's giving her more than than. I mean, uh, uh, Dana. I almost called him Garth.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like. <laughs> He he is not that notable for having done much else. Who? Dana Carvey.
1: That's not true. Uh, I think, like, for, to our generation, yeah, I think so, because he's not really, he's, like, film presence, and he was mostly off TV by the right, time that, like, we were kind of around, but I think to people a little older than us, he's like, you know his TV stuff is is huge because he was like you know SNL like mainstay right yeah I guess and like his I George so. Brett Bush impression is like legendary right
0: oh right yeah I think I remember that yeah. <laughs> yeah um but yeah yeah
1: he's he's definitely not like Mike Myers went on to become like a film star not necessarily that many of his films are actually any good but we'll get into What, all Mike that. Myers yeah. well there's a
0: couple key ones though
1: yeah yeah we'll 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 get into like all I that. mean.
0: Wayne's World, Austin Powers, and Shrek are obviously, like, you know, seen those so many times, right?
1: Shrek is his his life's, like, best work. Yeah. Like, just because of how good Shrek is, but that's also because, like, that's less attributable to him, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Because his best, like, film is probably Wayne's World, but, like, I don't know. Well, Austin Powers is good, but all three of them are not made, (laughs) made equally.
0: I don't know. I haven't seen... The, I, I saw the first one a little while ago, and I thought it, it's, it was still hilarious The to me.
1: The, the, the first two, I think, are still pretty funny. Although, again, like, they're, they're kind of old, so, you know, same with this movie. Yeah. Like,
0: we actually talked about Austin Powers a bit in the James Bond episode. Yeah, I
1: think we did, yeah. Because <laughs> <Yeah. it's> so, <laughs> it was so relevant. Because <laughs> it's so perfect. Like, it's, yeah. it's the best, like, fucking one-for-one parody, one parody, like, ever. Yeah. For... <laughs> <laughs> Other than Walk Hard. Yeah. But, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Let's let's actually get into the episode because we're just kind of like uh, uh yeah we're gushing, about about, Mike Myers yeah, now. gushing a little bit about Mike Myers even though like again I'm not the biggest Mike Myers fan it's a weird I have a weird relationship with him Um okay. but <laughs> but anyway this week we're gonna talk about like as we always do basic stuff you know uh, yeah and, and our initial well we're thoughts. gonna talk about the genesis exactly yeah. exactly. Uh, and then next week, obviously, we'll get into more kind of like actual production of the film. So if mm-hmm. you if you know this film and there's something you you know about this film, and we don't mention it this week, chances are we're gonna talk about it next week.
0: <laughs> exactly
1: because yeah we're gonna we're doing a lot of stuff because this is this is a a, a very uh, it's a cult movie obviously so there's a lot of stuff out there
0: it's a fucking classic it man. is a
1: classic it really is it really is i watched it again uh, uh, today
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah it's so good it it's is. so entertaining like i watched it on my own and i laughed out loud
1: absolutely like s- yeah, many like- many, <laughs> many times yeah
0: yeah, um, there is yeah, also so kind good. of
1: a, a, a cloud of beef around this movie. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Like,
0: I am aware of this. Yes, uh, between uh, Penelope Spira, the director, and Mike Myers, basically. Yeah, right?
1: and then also kind of Mike Myers and Dana Carvey sort of fell out after this movie, allegedly. But okay, I, I say allegedly. I like I know a lot about it, but like we'll get in. That's kind of the these. That's the story. Okay, you know, that's that's what the public uh, uh, narrative is uh but we'll get into that kind of next week cuz obviously that's a little bit more after the film so we're right, not really okay. we're, we won't really kind of address any of that this week <laughs>
0: okay cool uh it's, it's time to summarize It's
1: time to summarize what this what happened in this movie all right
0: let's see if, let me focus it's it's, uh, no, it's your turn
1: this week for real uh this is going to be a fun one i think but there's a lot of yeah i don't think there, it's that so hard it's not, not hard, a lot but actually but happens no no it's it's straightforward <laughs> like
0: but. this movie is mainly just like you know the plot is just like scaffolding to put like to support the jokes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like any
1: sketch-based <laughs> film, it's like it's just a series of sketches, really. That
0: yeah, but that like they kind of come towards uh, a, a conclusion. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, there's a good villain in the movie. Yeah, and
1: the the conclu- anyway. Well, let's let's see the summary.
0: All right, cool. Let
1: me just pull up a uh, a timer for you here. All right, three, two, one, begin.
0: Okay, so we got these two guys, Wayne and Garth, who are like metalheads who do this cable access show in Aurora, Illinois. And, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to explain what cable access show because it doesn't exist anymore. But anyway, like, um, <laughs> I'm sure we'll talk basically, about Basically, uh, they are like kind of like not going anywhere in life. Uh, <laughs> um, and they just love metal and, uh, partying. And, uh, then, uh, some fucking big ass, like, executive marketing guy is like, Oh, I gotta turn these guys' cable access show into, like, you know, big money. And this, this guy's Rob Lowe. <laughs> <And then> he's <laughs> like, he's, he's bad news. So he offers him a bunch of money to, like, you know, sell out. And so then he, like, he tries to, like, you know, turn their show into, like, an ad and shit. And, you know, they're not down. And then, meanwhile, like, uh, Wayne is like met this uh, this girl Cassandra who's in this band called Crucial Taunt which is a sick band. Sick name. So they basically like start dating, uh, but then like uh, Benjamin is also like just because he's just so evil, you know, he tries to ruin that too. <laughs> and then uh, sort of there's a bunch of funny sketches and we just kind of learn about the world of Wayne and Garth and it's hilarious. And then we kind of get. Um, and it kind of comes to a head where, like, uh, we, uh, basically there's this Alice Cooper concert that uh, they go to. <laughs> and meanwhile, uh, oh, wait, no, yeah, because they, they fuck up the show, right? Wow. Uh, yeah, they go to the Alice Cooper concert. Uh, meanwhile, like, uh, fucking Benjamin is, like, trying to put the moves on Cassandra. <laughs> uh, and then um, they come back after the show. After the Alice Cooper show, uh, and then they do their Wayne's World recording in, like, the big studio, and then, you know, Wayne doesn't want to compromise on, like, you know, his artistic integrity, (laughs) and so then the show gets canceled, basically. Uh, And then they try to destroy the show, and then uh, they're like, oh, fuck Benjamin and shit. Uh, He's trying to fucking wreck us, and so now we got to somehow – because he's he's not really trying to be, like – because he's also trying to, like, bring Cassandra's band to, like, be, like, get, like, a record deal or something to shoot in a video or some shit. And, like, uh, they're like, well, uh, we saw this guy halfway. at the Alice Cooper concert who's, like, driving this, trying to sign people to record deals. And he's like, well, uh, let's try to get Cassandra's band <laughs> signed <laughs> to this record deal. So they come up with this weird plan where they're going like, to, like, basically beam wayne's world into this guy's car the show and then they can like so he can see it and then he's gonna like think that Khrushchev Tant is so good that he has to sign them (laughs) and so anyway they do that um and then we're not sure what happens because the ending is very confusing
1: are you gonna go into how it's confusing
0: (laughs) yeah so they do like four different endings um like, the bad ending, like, the good ending, the Scooby-Doo ending, <laughs> et cetera. <laughs> and that's basically it. Like, once again, not a lot actually happens. Yeah. There's, like, a brief, like, period in the middle where, like, you know, Wayne and Garth are, like, not getting along, but then that's quickly resolved.
1: <laughs> like, literally instantly.
0: Yeah. And, like, you know, uh, also some, like, drama between Wayne and Cassandra, but then that also gets resolved. <laughs> a minute left so um, but you're pretty much And then we kind of figure out that like Benjamin's a dick and uh, you know he's just a fucking asshole but yeah there you go he's just the worst throughout the entire movie
1: yeah he's just a fucking douche the whole time but, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. get it with that with a, with a minute to spare well done
0: yeah uh but, but it's like so yeah i don't think the summary really does justice to like how you know really what's going on in the movie
1: no but i as you were doing it like that when you laid it out like that it, it it is a good plot line you know it's a good
0: it's a it's pretty basic but like yeah
1: it but yeah it's not it's not like so wild it's not wildly stupid you know
0: like, no 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 it doesn't
1: like some of the like plot lines of comedy films that like are kind of throwaway plot lines just for to let the comedy happen are just yeah. stupid right but like it's actually kind of, you know, a believable plot line to an extent, obviously, but, like...
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: You know, cable access show. Uh, so now that you're off the clock, do you want to describe cable access? What public, cable public, access? Public thing? access cable? Public
0: access television? Yeah. Uh, well, I guess... I mean, I guess it technically probably does, does still exist. I think it look,
1: does. Yeah, I think I think it does. But
0: I, I guess people don't watch it that much because now the internet does the same thing, yeah, essentially. The same thing,
1: but better and easier.
0: <laughs> yeah, cause I was I was joking to you before we did this episode. It's like, is this movie were made now, Wayne would have like a YouTube channel. Yeah, or like
1: a Twitch channel or something.
0: Yeah, exactly. He would be on Twitch or over. Yeah, <laughs> what would he be doing?
1: Uh, probably the same shit though. Really, like think about yeah. ba- Like he probably wouldn't have like the guests, probably.
0: Yeah. But like, uh, no, they'd he'd still have the guests.
1: They'd probably be like other Twitch streamers, but like they'd be right, like, yeah, they, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. They'd be like heavy um, metal Twitch streamers or something. <laughs>
0: But, yeah, what was I going to say? But, yeah, it was, like, uh, and anyway, public access was basically this weird, like, thing where, like, you know, basically fucking random people would just get to make TV
1: shows. Yeah, it's awesome.
0: And you'd be able to, like, you know, get it, like, like local television, uh, like, so for example, in Aurora, Illinois here, right? Like, uh, people would be able to tune into Wayne's World because yeah, it's, it's, like, like local. That they were, local. like, the local thing in Aurora, Illinois.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. Public access is yeah. awesome. I think there are some.
0: So yeah, it like once again, like now, like obviously YouTube and Twitch and shit like that is like, uh, I guess the modern version of that in a way.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's the. the equivalent. But it was
0: an interesting, interesting time.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting comparison. Wayne is definitely the YouTube star of his. Sorry. <laughs> He's the YouTube star of his day. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Although much more local, like.
1: Yeah, definitely more localized, but yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, but, it was good shit. Yeah. So, do you want
1: to get uh, into some initial thoughts? Obviously, we both like this movie,
0: dude. This movie's so fucking good. <laughs> Pumpkin, it's <laughs> excellent. It's excellent. Let's get a car. You hear that? No, I can't. Car. Hear
2: it. Car. Hey, boy. Hey, boy.
0: Sorry. What was I gonna say? Um. It's yeah. Just, like, I thought it was good. Uh, I think there were like some of the plot in the middle was kind of, like, you know, maybe weak. <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah, not yeah. that it, well thought out. <laughs> yeah,
1: it definitely – there's a few, like uh, – I don't want to call them lull moments because they're still pretty funny, but it definitely slows yeah. down. Like, you, there, it definitely slows down for a couple moments there, like, in the middle. Um, but, like, I would
0: say, like, the first 20 minutes of the movie, like, where we're being introduced to the characters is sick.
1: It's pure gold. It is. It's,
0: like, it's, it's almost – pure gold. It's almost it's perfect. Like, this is – it's like, I love how this movie does exposition. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I uh, like. It's, it's like th- when you can make the first twenty minutes of a movie like so good, like introduce the characters without being fucking boring. You know what I mean? That's yeah, just so good.
1: Exactly. Like you're not like you're giving us the setup to the story, but you're not like, it, 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 like you're giving it to us by just showing us the characters. You know what I mean? Like they're in their exactly. their, their their habitat. You know they're exactly.
0: You see- yeah, you just get to inhabit the the world of of. Scarborough, Aurora, <laughs> Illinois. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so
1: well done. It's so yeah, it's perfectly exactly. done. Really, really, they really uh, uh, nail that exposition. And again, the first twenty minutes, like just the 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 way they like kind of weave in and out of breaking the fourth wall, but like only way in oh, Earth yeah. and uh, uh, the murderer do it, <laughs> is, is, is is oh uh, yeah, <laughs> extremely well done. I mean, like, obviously it's an early, it's an early comedy, and so it, it definitely has, like, a few What do you elements. mean, early? Or, or, older is the word I meant to say. Yeah, older. Early. It's not early. It's, it's, it's not a early at all, at all. It's late. <laughs> yeah, um, relatively. yeah, it's, yeah,
0: well, what were you gonna say? It, it's, like, it's comedy from the 90s, right? Like, yeah, 92,
1: if we had not mentioned that. Um, yeah. It, the, my point is that, like, as is the case, there's often a few elements that are slightly dated, you know? Like, mm. it's a little sexist, there's a few, there's... Quite a bit of homophobia, um, yeah. Some vague racism in there too. I mean, I guess more than vague in some instances. But like, point my, like, that sucks, obviously. Um, but there's some films where that is kind of like that's it. You know what I mean? Like that's the vehicle for humor. Whereas this film, that really yeah. feels like there are moments of that that are a little bit cringy in this film.
0: Like, what would you specifically cite?
1: Um, I would say. One of like,
0: what are you gonna say were they speaking like fake Cantonese?
1: No, he's actually real I don't know. Cantonese. Is that
0: sorry? That was real Cantonese. Uh, well, no, but I'm saying the subtitles didn't match up with what they were saying.
1: At some point, no. But that was a
0: joke. That I was think. a joke.
1: No, no. It was yeah. more. It, I think just like uh, just certain uh, certain things that they said to her, to her were vaguely racist. I don't think it was explicitly right. racist, but just there was okay. some there was some some vague racism in there. But. Again, mm-hmm. not my point is that it wasn't explicit, and the fact that she was, like, Asian could have gone a lot worse for a 1992 film is kind of my yeah. point. And, like, right. uh, like I think Sphincter Boy is vaguely homophobic as well, if you think about it. Right, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then also there were like, he, at one point—actually, I think that was actually in a, in a sketch. I'm, I'm, I'm merging a, 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 a sketch with the actual film. He did say Sphincter Boy. He does No, he does say sphincter boy, but I think he says, like, a uh, 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 gay boy says what or something in like, oh, okay, one of the sketches. Right. So, oh, homo says what? Homo says what. That's what it is. Yeah. Which is the same idea. Which is not in the movie. Not yeah. in the movie. They Yeah. Anyway, my my point ultimately is, like, that yeah. exists in this movie, but that's kind of...
0: It does exist, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, to be honest, compared to some other movies that we've done, it's really not that bad. <laughs>
1: exactly. It's, like, it's baked into the culture more than it's part of the film, if that makes sense. Yeah. And the culture sucked, but the film doesn't. (laughs) Sorry, you say that again? I said it's baked into the culture, and the culture sucked, but the film doesn't, if that makes sense. Right, yeah, exactly. But yeah, Crucial Taunt's fucking sick.
0: Yeah, they wail.
1: They're, like, (laughs) so good. I think that that they were actually playing, everyone was doing their own things. I don't know if she was playing bass.
0: Cassandra was definitely not playing the bass in... On, no, on no, screen. No. Yeah, yeah, she, wasn't, it, it she was it clearly up at not. All. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if Tia Carrera could play the bass, but. Yeah, but know. she was definitely she singing. Um, yeah, definitely. That was definitely her.
1: Yeah. That's what I was going to say. But all the guys in the band, those were actually the playing their, their things. Okay, just, yeah. Just, that actually.
0: Know doesn't surprise me because they basically have no lines exactly they were just
1: they are just so they were
0: probably actual musicians
1: yeah, exactly they're just the guys <laughs> they're just an actual band uh, <laughs> probably um I'll, I'll look more into that them for next yeah, week we'll get um, that for
0: next week yeah uh
1: yeah but yeah they're sick it was really good really good stuff i was listening on on uh on headphones so it was like really like, paying attention yeah to the you soundtrack. know because
0: a lot of movies like if they make a song for a movie they kind of like phone it in on like the production and shit
1: totally totally
0: but like you know, this is they actually like did it properly, man. Yeah, sounded and sick.
1: I wonder how much of that was Mike, uh, Mike Myers, because you know it's like the whole character is is his character who's like a metalhead, so it's like yeah, a, exactly. I wonder, and cause so music's always been like a big part of the character, so I wonder if he was like you know, adamant about like the production being good on that sort of thing. Yeah, well,
0: he was adamant about a lot of aspects of the music. <laughs> we'll talk about the. Uh, Exactly We'll be in Rhapsody stuff later But Exactly yeah,
1: yeah. And then uh, Yeah Aurora Illinois Basically is, is Scarborough as is you're saying yeah, yeah Cause
0: like Originally the character Was from Scarborough I think
1: Yeah Which we'll get into In basically one second Like this is our Yeah our well transition. because Mike Myers is from Scarborough <laughs> Exactly like Scarborough Ontario yeah, so actually, let's fucking get into it. Let's get into let's get that the kind of background Mike of Mike Myers and how how this character came to be because it is really yeah. Most like, people go sorry, on. go ahead. No, you go ahead.
0: I was gonna say most people probably know the SNL sketch, but that's not actually where Wayne's World started off. Exactly, and I, thought, I guess that's like, where Wayne's World started off, but that's not where Wayne Campbell started off.
1: Exactly, like that's 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 what I thought. Going into this, uh, I, before I looked into it, I thought, yeah, it's a nice, yeah, nice I, sketch. I,
0: I had been aware that it started, like, that there was like a uh, few about Wayne's Power Minute and shit like that, right? <laughs> but uh, I didn't know how far back the character went.
1: <laughs> yeah, like it's crazy. So apparently, Mike Myers, uh, started doing the Wayne character at parties when he was 11 or 12, um, yeah. <laughs> in Scarborough. I don't know if we specifically mentioned yet. Mike
0: Myers. we said he's from scarborough yeah yeah
1: he was born and raised in scarborough
0: Scarborough, for those who aren't from ontario or canada oh, is yeah, a, it, it is a part of toronto that's sort of in the east and it's it's it used to, it used to be more of a suburb uh now it's sort of more part of the city but like um
1: it's part of toronto now but when he was yeah. born there it was its own place <laughs> it was
0: like a it was like a suburb of Toronto, yeah. Yeah, it's
1: exactly like what Aurora, Illinois, is in the film. It's yeah, it basically was Aurora. Now it's a bit more. Now it's yeah. Boring, now it's a bit but more deep. Scarborough is but... still
0: yeah
1: a lot yeah. like it. Anyway, point being is that's where it was, and he he started doing that's where fucking Wayne is from. Wayne Campbell is from Scarborough, Ontario, but He's fucking he's a Scarborough boy, just uh, like you know. A lot of famous Torontonians are from Scarborough these days, huh?
0: Uh, like who? Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's the a few. The
1: weekend. Oh yeah. Uh, party next door.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, Michael Ponce. <laughs> I guess he's not really a famous
2: <laughs>
0: person. Be- to, well, yeah, he's. I don't to, think he's famous outside Toronto though. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. And even then, <laughs> fucking hardcore Leaf fans, I guess. Maybe not. I don't know. Wayne um, Simmons
0: also. <laughs> Wayne Simmons, exactly, exactly. Just These leaves. are all. People on the Toronto Maple Leafs, yeah, by the way.
1: Musicians, <laughs> Famous musicians uh, and Leafs, I guess, are the only people yeah. from Scarborough. Well, I think um, there's just
0: a lot of people in Scarborough.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, so some, it's like,
0: you know, a yeah. bunch of people are going to come from there, you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. So continuing with the extreme Canadiana, I don't know if any of our listeners, I'm sure some of them are familiar with the show, The King of Kensington.
0: I am familiar with it.
1: It's a uh, it's a Toronto classic from like the 70s and early 80s. Yeah. Uh, it's set in Kensington Market. Set in presumably. K- exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. I uh, was
0: commenting. I haven't seen the show in a long time, but I was commenting that uh, the theme song, that's Nassau Street, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, it's a it's a great it's a great little piece of uh, Toronto uh, uh, history <laughs> history in a time capsule. Um, yeah. But apparently, uh, uh, when he was a kid, um, Mike Myers uh, had a a couple appearances on The King of Kensington. um, Cool. As well as the other Canadian classic, The Littlest Hobo. It's like so I've never actually
0: seen The Littlest Hobo.
1: I would watch it occasionally. It's about like... It's like a
0: dog, right?
1: Yeah, it's sick. It's about a dog who goes around just like, you know, saving people and solving crimes. But the dog doesn't talk. He just goes around (laughs) being like stoic and chill. But he has like a, a kid who's his friend. Okay, um, cool. we occasionally sees, I think. But anyway, fucking, I would watch it when there was nothing else on, because it's one of those shows that just, like, came on, and you're like, uh, all right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like a lot of these shows I saw, like, when I was younger, like, when I was sick. Exactly. And watching TV during the daytime, you know daytime what I mean? Daytime CBC. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know if it was CBC or, like, City or something like that, I don't yeah. know, but, uh, um, but, yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Canadian broadcasting yeah exactly <laughs> um but yeah so after after he did the Wayne character on a on a, 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 a like parties he actually started doing it on TV um mm-hmm. so again you know our 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 Toronto listeners who are who are around will know probably about the show the city TV show city limits um which was I a, could
0: not. Except in relation to this, because I'm too young. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's not
1: our generation. It's a, uh, it's, it's like you're familiar with Much Music, and yeah. I'm sure a lot of people of our generation are familiar with Much Music, which is you know Canadians MTV.
0: <laughs> basically, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: that that show City Limits is basically the precursor. So it's kind of like a music show, late night, um, mm-hmm. music show, and um,
0: and that's where the Wayne character, uh graced the airwaves for the first time
1: yeah correct yeah exactly Uh um, yeah so
0: i watched a couple of these uh skits it's, um, he's so the young, character man. like he is uh, i find it interesting the evolution of the character yeah me too because like in the early on he's like a bit more like dopey and like you know yeah, he, stupid seeming
1: he's more of just like an idiot yeah in in the first incarnation yeah. he's just like a metal and he's idiot. like more
0: of like just a loser and shit yeah
1: he's just like a loser who like uh is t- totally aloof like he has no idea like you know
0: exactly like the whole point and of he, his character
1: he- is that he's the cousin of the host and he's always like interrupting the broadcast and fucking shit up yeah exactly <laughs> Um, but it's, it's super and it,
0: He wants to, he wants to like have them play Ted Nugent on, uh, <laughs> on, the, on the program. Exactly. And yeah, one of the running that. gags is like,
1: he gives them like a Ted Nugent tape or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's, it's, it's super interesting though. Cause you learn a lot about the early Wayne character that whether or not it's, you know, canon is still fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, also his hair color is different.
1: Well, it's such a—it's a terrible wig. <laughs> like, yeah, the wig is so <laughs> bad in the first one. Like it's—it's <laughs> it's the Todd Sesh wig, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: basically. Um. <laughs> but you, you learn
1: that he uh he worked at pizza pizza it just gets so good like it's like, wayne is so canadian and like specifically ontarian like i can't yeah
0: exactly so like, for those of you who aren't from ontario pizza pizza is like a fast food pizza chain <laughs> ontario. Yeah, it's like a local <laughs> uh, it's, well, it's, it's 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 all over the province but like that's what i
1: said ontario yeah, yeah local ontario yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah um pizza joint
1: <laughs> fast yeah. food pizza joint Mm-hmm. Um and then you also learn that he was in a he's in a metal band called Bludgeon.
0: <laughs> yeah, sick name.
1: Sick name. Um, he, oh, J, also I he believe. plays
0: the drums in in the in this.
1: Yeah, he says he plays the drums a little bit of guitar but mostly drums.
0: And yeah, well he only learns one thing, a on guitar, <laughs> yeah. which is the only thing you ever see him play. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> but
1: that's that's the best part about this is you see him learn that lick.
0: Uh, exactly. In yeah, the yeah. show,
1: he's like, oh, how do you do yeah. that? Because he sees a guy doing it, but how do you yeah, go... And like... Blah, 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 and then the guy yeah, teaches him... Yeah, you know, him. no
0: offense, but you're kind of a goof to his guitar player. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Canadian. And that's kind of the thing I wanted to bring up is, like, when you watch this, when you watch Wayne's World and you are Canadian, like, you can see how much, like, Mike Myers is holding back a little bit, the Canadiana, like, Yeah, that's the
0: true. I mean, like, there's, like... <laughs> Like, so much he desperately wants to put in there, but yeah,
1: like, and even just like the accent, you know, like the way he talks, like he he slips into like. Well, he the, talks
0: like somebody from Scarborough did in like the seventies. Exactly,
1: <laughs> he, like he's and he slips into it more sometimes, like yeah, more uh, like more times than other. Like I feel like he probably had to be directed to not do it sometimes. Not or, say a. Yeah, or he was like either either that. <laughs> How many times was, like, does
0: he say a in the movie? I wonder. A
1: couple, I think. A couple. Yeah. In these sketches, obviously, all the time. Because Obviously, he's, he's saying A all the time, right? He's explicitly <laughs> Canadian here. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So, that's the first. Oh, he also mentions mentions Nancy.
0: Right. I think I heard he was listing a bunch of girls' names, but I think one of them was also Cassandra.
1: Oh, really? I, I did not Yeah, I he didn't that go bit. into
0: any detail, like, right. about her, but he just said, like, so he's just, just listing off people's names, and yeah, one of them was, was Cassandra, which I thought was interesting.
1: Yeah, and it was so funny because he was talking about going to a party later, uh, uh. And he was like, yeah, total babes. Um, but no, Nancy, I'm just talking about it. Like, I don't mean any of it. Yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> total babes. babes. But yeah, so that was the first TV appearance, but that wasn't still pre-SNL. He he also appeared on CBC. You said you are familiar with this, this one.
0: Yeah, so I'd seen a couple of the Wayne's Power Minute sketches, which was this segment that he had on uh, a CBC show called uh, It's Only Rock and Roll.
1: Yeah, unless I didn't know not, I've not know i have i have never heard of that show.
0: Well, I'd only heard of that because of Wayne. Because of Wayne, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a CBC show.
1: And yeah, he does Wayne's power minute out of the back of a van. So you know we're getting closer to Wayne's world here.
0: Like, yeah, and so he's definitely close. He's definitely a lot closer to the uh, the character that's like in the sketches and later in the movie. Yeah, like, like I both think his hair color is, is like is, is more accurate. He's yeah. wearing a black shirt now instead of his flannel.
1: Exactly. Exactly. The flannel transfers to Garth. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
0: Um, uh, Garth is not around yet, though. Yeah.
1: This is all pre-Garth.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, he he's he's showing that he's like a little bit of a smarter guy. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Well, that's 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 true. Um, he start well. He starts talking about that that the one sketch I watched of the Power Minute. He's talking about party, and that's because it's super Canadian because he says party so many times. Uh, party Party uh, <laughs> yeah. Like over and over and over again um, But uh, one of the quotes he's like You know and then you have your political parties The conservative party What everyone goes home at 11 And no one gets drunk or pukes or anything
0: <laughs>
1: Yeah <laughs> And then he's like He's like the- oh
0: the communist party Everybody shares one beer <laughs> and, so <he's> uh, like,
1: <laughs> and, then, and then the liberal party Well you get the idea <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 anyway, we're obviously um, not doing it justice, so like you guys have to go on YouTube. Yeah, just and, watch like, watch the sketch. Just like all you have to do is search uh, uh, Wayne Campbell, Wayne's and then Power Minute, Wayne's or, Power yeah, Minute, Wayne or Wayne Campbell. It's only rock and roll or Wayne Campbell. Uh, 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 City limits, just yeah, great stuff. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, I think he also talks about the uh, the he describes the strat like the fifty seven or whatever the fifty seven uh, like perfect strat.
0: I think it was a. A sixty
1: uh a sixty five. Either way. I think because it
0: mentioned... was I because they mention or Cassandra mentions in the film that it's uh pre CBS, well, but it's like uh but it has the rosewood fingerboard. So yeah. it's like it's like a late pre CBS model.
1: Yeah, well basically the rundown Sorry that for... she gives of the that she gives of the guitar in the movie, he gives in this uh
0: Yeah, exactly. In
1: the in the C B C show.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um which is hilarious. Uh but yeah, she will be mine. Oh yeah. She will be mine. She will be
1: mine. <laughs> so quotable. Yeah.
0: yeah. I know. Yeah. If
2: did, you you
1: did you take cash? <laughs> we both did, yeah.
0: So basically, so he does this CBC show, right? Yeah.
1: And clearly he's talented cuz he's so young and he's like he looks like fucking 20 in the in the first one.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh and I mean, this is this is the late 80s.
1: Well, so the first one's the early 80s, and this is 87 as the yeah. CBC one. Yeah. So,
0: um. Yeah. So we're so getting closer to when the movie is, actually, at this
2: point.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I think, kind of simultaneously with the CBC thing, I don't know exactly the, the exa- exact timeline, but I think he starts in the mid 80s. He starts, um, at Second City, um, mm-hmm. which is, you know, Toronto's comedy scene, which has birthed all of, you know, Canada's comedians, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Like, every famous Canadian comedian of a certain era that you can think of came from Second City. Like, Eugene Eugene Levy, Jim Carrey, Catherine O'Hara, Rick Moranis, go on and on and on and on, like, all of them. Um, Who else, actually?
0: Uh, John Candy?
1: John Candy, exactly. I can't believe I forgot John Candy. Um, Yeah. Canadians, man, they're really funny in the 80s. I I don't know what happened. We don't produce as many comedians. I oh, would probably got a couple. I don't I know. Mean, I just can't think of them right now. <laughs> there, are, there are internally famous comedians, and as well they should be because they're hilarious. Like, like uh, fucking Tall Boys. That show's pretty fucking funny, man. Um, I
0: don't know if I've ever seen it.
1: It's a sketch show on CBC. Um, okay, I should check it it. It's pretty funny. Um, anyway, point being, a lot of Canadians, second city. That's where Mike Myers went. So after that, he moved to the second city in Chicago because they're basically like connected. Um, hmm. And a lot of the Canadian people eventually moved to Chicago because obviously the States, you know, it's the States.
2: (laughs) Um, More money down there. (laughs) More
1: money, more stuff is going on. And obviously he was going places because he quickly joined the cast of SNL.
0: Yeah, another uh, Toronto invention, essentially. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Dan Ackroyd. We talked a little bit about SNL, uh, about Howard Shore, remember?
1: Yeah, oh yeah, that's exactly, exactly right Yeah, yeah. And we
0: talked about the fact that everybody involved with it Initially, it was basically from Toronto
1: <laughs> Exactly, so <laughs> A lot of I f- totally forgot Dan Aykroyd too, you know um, But yeah, so he joins SNL in 1989 um, And I think he was like the first new cast member in like two years mm-hmm. I think, I don't really know I'm not an SNL like Like expert, because I know it's like a, It's a real fucking Like c- cult, you know Like an a SNL like Historian's
0: um, oh, yeah, I don't really know that much about it. <laughs> but I, I know a little
1: bit about it, but I don't know about, like, um, if that's a big deal. Like, you know, two years of no new cast members. Oh, like, yeah, I don't know. Because I, I don't know how often they add new cast members.
0: So he starts doing the Wayne character on SNL, right? And so I think this is where most people probably first saw him.
1: Yeah, like, this is this is – and, again, it, like – so he, he gets onto SNL and uh, Dana Carvey is already on SNL. As I said, he's a uh, he's a big um, impression guy, right? Um, what did he do besides George Bush? I'm trying to remember. He did a great. Um, anyway, he had a character that he had auditioned for SNL with, and that he occasionally that he occasionally did in like some some capacity, like on the show. Uh, mm-hmm. That was kind of based on his older brother okay <laughs> apparently and th- this is this is where garth came from essentially mm. but he, the way he described his older brother was like just kind of like this weird like garth basically like this weird kid yeah. who was like really good at like fixing stuff and like technology and he, and he told this story where he like fixed a washing machine with a butter knife and he's <laughs> like and, and the way he did the impression of it he was like yeah i, I fixed it with the with a butter knife and it'll never break again <laughs> it's <laughs> like it's sad, you never just, he break again man. yeah yeah he did the exact like he did the garth voice for it <laughs> right yeah yeah, so, yeah um but yeah so when we uh,
0: fear change
1: we fear change <laughs> <That's> <laughs> But yeah so he uh he, when when he starts doing uh waiting on snl he asks dana d- to do the sidekick character and he comes up with yeah with and that that's how
0: we get garth
1: yeah yeah Um, but yeah, so basically that's, that's, that's where we get into the kind of pre-production. So that's our, that's our kind of background on the character. But now, you know, um, as, as we mentioned, the the sketch is super popular, um, Mm -hmm. popular enough that Lord Michaels, have we mentioned Lord Michaels? We mentioned
0: Lord Michaels when we were talking about, right, uh, like you said, back on the fly episode when we were talking about Howard Shore.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know how much we'll get into him. He's an infamous character. I'm gonna use the word infamous. Infamous? Confidently.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Cause I think he's both famous for doing SNL and also a bit famous for being incredibly temperamental. And like Okay. You ha it's like his way or the highway, right? Because he's run SNL since it's except for like one season. He's been the arbiter of SNL, like who gets hired, who does what on it. Like yeah. he is everything like he's well the... as
0: we were talking about with howard Shore, it's like he basically was friends with Lauren michaels when he was a kid <laughs> and that's how he got that's how he became the musical director for the show i of exactly. basically know her.
1: <laughs> exactly um,
0: <laughs> um yeah so
1: they, yeah so speaking of that era the only other film at this time that uh snl had produced was the uh, blues brothers Yep. which came out in
0: 1980. Yeah, uh, maybe we'll do that one one day. That's uh, yeah, definitely what do you, some what do you interesting stories um, behind that one. Sorry. What do you think of that movie? What do I think of it? I think it's pretty funny.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's. Pretty, I haven't seen it in a while. I haven't
0: seen it in a long time, but like, I think it's pretty good.
1: I seem to recall it kind of slows down. Like you know, yeah. it starts off really funny, and like you know, the same kind of thing. Like the exposition is really good. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of—I I don't remember the ending, uh—as well. So. That could be that Well but you anyway, don't
0: remember The the big car chase I, <laughs> and Not And all the really. cars Getting destroyed
1: Barely To be honest Okay
0: That's kind of The highlight of the film
1: Fuck well, <laughs> Maybe I fell asleep Or something For a
0: long time The Blues Brothers Held the record For most number of Cars destroyed on film
1: I did know that So actually yeah that That's, yeah. that's true um, What's What holds it now Do you know I, I don't know <laughs> Let's mm. find out Yeah I think we're probably. getting
0: A little bit sidetracked but, Yeah yeah um, But
1: that's that's We gotta look that up Um The point of all that, though, is that Blues Brothers was wildly successful. So, I guess, I don't know, like, why Lorne Michaels waited so long to do another one.
0: Apparently, Fast and the Furious, one of them, I'm not sure. Obviously.
1: Should have guessed that. Really should have guessed that one. Um, But, yeah, I don't really know why why Lorne Michaels waited so long. Because Blues Brothers was super successful, like... Uh, at yeah. the box office,
0: um, maybe they're just looking for the right movie. Yeah, so they also true. had Blues Brothers too.
1: That's true. That's true. No, but that was yeah. later. That was after. Way oh, that Brothers was later. Music. I can't remember when that was. Yeah, that was uh like, nine late nineties, I think.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Wasn't it? Or my is Blues Brothers? Sorry, there's
0: Blues Brothers Two Thousand. That's what it was called.
1: That because that's a. I was thinking, is that a different movie from Blues Brothers Two? But that, no, that's the second is, that, one. Yeah. That's what the
0: second one is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was quite a bit later, actually. Yeah, it was. 1998. Yeah.
1: Yeah, um, but yeah, so I guess yeah, maybe they were just waiting for the right sketch and. Yeah. Wayne's and World they was found was it. it. was Wayne's World. Wayne's yeah. World. And Wayne's World was wildly successful. We actually didn't really do any basic facts. We kind of barreled through all that, but like. The film
2: um, was.
0: The
1: way, yeah the, the film yeah, sorry yeah. the film ultimately, which we'll talk about more next week and we'll talk about this all more next week, but <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to mention because the, this film was so successful like I just found it interesting that like from 1980 to 1992, they made nothing. and then after Wayne's World was super successful, as was Blues Brothers, like I think like a switch flipped and they started make they made like five movies between yeah. Wayne's World and like the year 2002. And, like, yeah, so only one of them was not horrible, not including Wayne's World Two, because I think that's a little <laughs> bit.
0: So, what are they? Um, all right, have,
1: are you familiar with It's Pat?
0: No. Um, maybe it, I shouldn't be.
1: It. <laughs> I want. It looks so bad. Like. Um, yeah, I
0: don't know anything about this movie.
1: Like the sketch definitely wouldn't fly today because it's. I don't know. It's. It's not transphobic like parts of f- parts of the movie I think became transphobic but the actual like sketch isn't necessarily like or queer phobic it's hard to say because the ca- so the character Pat is like um like a, a a sexually ambiguous person like a gender ambiguous person um mm-hmm. and the whole point of the joke is that like the audience doesn't know what sex Pat is
0: okay um
1: And I think the point is of the character, it's supposed to be that like Pat knows, right? Like it is something, like it is definitively one or the other. Right. But the point of the joke is that you can never tell. Okay, and I think that turns transphobic at some points, and I see. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, you can understand. It seems how like that. a bit of a thin joke. <laughs> it is a thin joke, and they turn into a movie. And I think it has a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. Really? Um, it it was it got pulled after well, two weeks. Well, allegedly,
0: it made sixty thousand dollars at the box office. Yeah, because so it got pulled after god-awful. two weeks because
1: it was so bad and nobody liked it, and it was just
0: surprised it got finished.
1: Yeah, like a like one of the reviews something was like if it had been 1 minute longer it would have been too tedious to keep going. <laughs> like the only It would I'd have had too what? Too tedious to keep watching.
0: Right. Uh Yeah, it seems uh, real bad. But okay, so which other ones? Okay, so Winter's World 2 was pretty good. Oh. Yeah.
1: Uh Coneheads they made, which was fine but not great. I mean, it's not Yeah, I haven't seen the film. The sketch again is is, is more worth it than the uh
0: Right. Okay. What else we got?
1: There was um. That one. There's one with Will Ferrell. Oh, yeah, Night at the Roxbury.
0: Um. I've not seen any of these movies.
1: Exactly. Um, Stewart saves his family. That's the one where Al Franken. Al Franken did it. Um, and that one was directed by Harold Ramis. So maybe it's oh. funny. I don't know. I like we like Harold Ramis. Um, <laughs> but I've not seen it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so they did so many movies in the 90s for some reason. Mm. The Ladies' Man. Sorry? The Ladies' Man, Superstar, Night at the Roxbury. Like, all these movies, like, you never heard okay. of Okay. Right. Mm. Uh, yeah, they did I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, we'll talk more about, like, the aftermath next
0: week.
2: But yeah, that's cool and everything.
1: Yeah. But yeah, so that just kinda confused me, just that they like, you know, Wayne's World was really good. So was Blues Brothers. Anyway.
0: Um Well maybe s- maybe they made the right choice by waiting so long to make Wayne's World.
1: I mean they did, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. So I guess maybe they just
0: It's just I think you gotta wait for the right idea.
1: Yeah, they didn't want to make the right choice again. I don't know. Yeah. So so when they just when Lord Michaels decided that they were gonna produce this movie um, he got, obviously, Mike Myers wrote the script, mm-hmm. but he, he, he wrote it with the writing duo, the couple writing duo, Bonnie and Terry Turner. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not familiar with, I'm sure you're familiar with their work. Uh, uh yes <laughs> I am. <laughs> yeah. Like they, they're, so they're, c- they created the shows third rock from the sun and that 70s show. Um, and they obviously have worked on tons of other things as well, but those are their biggest like credits. Mm-hmm. So they helped, uh, uh, write the script, but I, I think, I mean, most of it is Mike Myers. Um, I think, yeah, they,
0: I mean, you, you can really tell that like he's, he's put a lot of himself into the script.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Like this is his, yeah. this, this is his like first character, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and he's, he's like, he's kind of like, this has been his thing for so long, you know what I mean?
1: exactly yeah this is this is his project so exactly
0: um, which this may have caused some issues with the next person we're going to talk about
1: well exactly that's that's kind of i think (laughs) that's the basis for the whole beef we're going to talk about next week so this film was
0: directed by penelope spheris who um i guess most people know from having done a series of rockumentaries about like you know uh metal and punk and stuff called the decline of western civilization so you could kind of get what uh perspective it takes
1: yeah well i that's, that's I, so I'd, i've actually seen her
0: yeah uh because like the whole they're kind of like poking fun at like the one that i've seen which was the second one which was about metal. yeah uh was just kind of like spending the whole time like poking fun basically at like how these guys are such fucking idiots <laughs> like all, right. all okay. of these like metal bands Right. Yeah. I,
1: I've not seen any of them, so...
0: Uh, it Like, funny. some of it's kind of funny. Like, they interview a couple people who, like, come off well. But, like, I don't know. When they're interviewing, like, a lot of, like, those, like, you know, glam metal guys who are just basically, like, you know, we're just getting wasted and partying all the time, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, the Spinal Tap people.
0: <laughs> basically, Spinal Tap. I mean, they interview, like, uh, actually, Ozzy Osbourne comes off okay, <laughs> which is kind of interesting. That is interesting. He's, like, way less fried than he is, like, later when, when you see him yeah because obviously now it's like when was it it, in the late 80s i think Um,
1: yeah well there's some there's some super early interviews where he's super fried and then his like later interviews
0: where he's just like so this was 1987 to 1988 which was uh in his decline of western civilization part two the metal years which is the most relevant to this movie i would say yeah right so that's um, basically
1: that movie got her this job
0: yeah uh, i i thought it was it, it's worth a watch
1: yeah is yeah, there any um, uh, is there any live footage like do they do is there like live music in it
0: i think there's some footage from like shows and stuff but mostly interviews
1: right cuz i was just wondering if they like if she had experience like shooting a live band you know like cuz there's you know they they do yeah live, i
0: think i think she's done that yeah
1: a lot of music filming in this movie like yeah, a lot true. of live performances in this movie
0: yeah that's true a lot of uh fucking uh uh crucial taunt a lot of crucial
1: taunt and then the one alice who Cooper.
0: live in the most insane loft i've ever seen
1: yeah like she's talking that about was hard to
0: believe that 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 loft existed <laughs>
1: that's true that that is the hardest thing to believe is like that she's not made it big, but she's living in this loft? Like no fucking way. And she cle- she seems to live there alone. Way. She- what? <laughs> way. Way. No way. 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 <laughs> way. She's like fucking yeah. she lives there alone. Like Seemingly, because she calls her drummer calls her, so it's not like the whole band lives there, right?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And she says my loft, and it's like I don't know, man. That, like, that it looks, was huge. Like, yeah, that was that was. And she good. had
0: like recording equipment and shit in there. Actually, interesting note. I noticed that she that she had a tape recorder in there, which is an Atari MX5050, which we have used. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> what have we used it for? Uh, it's the eight-track tape recorder we use on goat legs. Oh, sick! She has the later model. I have the earlier one, but yeah. Oh, of course, of course. Um,
1: she has the 90s model.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I just thought that was interesting. But yeah, no, like her loft is insane. and I wish I lived there.
1: Yeah, I know. Me too. It's <laughs> like it's like, fuck. That's the coolest place ever. Like
0: maybe I should move to Aurora. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think I, I think I've been like I I played a punk show in a basement somewhere around Aurora. Yeah. Like cool. I seem I seem Did to remember. Did you see Wayne and Garth? Well, that's the thing. I seem to remember when I was there having a conversation with Gilchrist about like this is where Wayne's world was. <laughs> it was where it's set. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it is Scarborough. Like I yeah, spent it.
0: Yeah. So if you've ever been to Scarborough, which I'm sure you have. <laughs> if you're listening to um, this, it's yeah, that. likely, likely. Most
1: of our listeners are from Ontario. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're talking about the director. So she she was yeah, chosen yeah. for this, this documentary. Uh,
0: she was chosen basically because of her like you know. Being involved in, like, rock and metal scene, I assume, basically.
1: Yeah. And uh, she kind of says this, like, the way she was talking about it, she seemed to be to insinuate that this, this kind of revitalized her career, like, beef aside. like um, Sorry? She's, she seemed to think that this kind of, like, re- revitalized her career, like, beef aside. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, because it it was incredibly successful. Exactly. But yeah, apparently it was between this and she was going to do a doc about, she said, quote, a mental hospital or something like that.
0: Yeah, so this Um, is probably the better choice. This
1: is, yeah, a little bit less.
0: uh, Although I'm sure that, you know, she didn't necessarily, as we're going to talk about more next week, there are probably aspects of this film that she did not enjoy doing. (laughs) No,
1: I think she probably enjoyed having done this movie more than she enjoyed doing this movie
0: exactly yeah uh, but we'll talk about that all next week exactly um but needless to say her and mike myers had a bit of a beef
1: yeah there's beef beef exists uh a lot of beef <laughs> exists yeah. post this movie um and they cast so they cast rob Lowe shortly after this okay, okay? yeah
0: rob Lowe is excellent in this movie he's so good he's, he's so, good. so good and I mean, he's so bad like, he's so terrible yeah <laughs> he's like, so terrible like, He's just the greasiest like fucking guy I've ever heard like, heard of. Just like that like that when he's in the meeting with the arcade guy.
1: Oh my god, it's, and he's so And he's good like at it, which is almost creepy. Then you know so you know good. I didn't know that. Like when they when they turn him <laughs> into like like when they're like, make him think it was his idea, you know, like that. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, the, it's
0: just. It's so, so gross. It's he's, disgusting. He's
1: almost suspiciously good at being slimy. <laughs>
0: yeah, and It's just because he <laughs> But, has like, I mean, work. Rob Lowe seems like a genuinely, like, decent yeah, person. I, I mean, don't know. Like, like, yeah. like...
1: I, I don't really know, but, like, yeah, he's, like, at now he's definitely more known for comedic stuff because he's done, you know, Parks and Rec and he, he mm-hmm. was the lead of his own comedy show um, mm-hmm. that w- had some pretty funny moments and, but back then, you know, I, I don't think he had done any comedy mm-hmm. and I think he had just had a scandal, like a sex tape or something a sex tape scandal, oh, yeah? probably something that nowadays, I, like I don't know anything about it because I don't care, but like, I'm sure nowadays it would be a r- like nothing but back then it was a scandal so apparently mm-hmm. this was good for his career, but he had recently hosted SNL, um, and he was really good at it, according to Lauren Michaels. So they cast yeah. him. I don't but yeah, clue. no,
0: like one of the best casting decisions in this movie was yeah, Rob Lowe. Sure. I think he he's the perfect villain.
1: He is, and he's he's this perfect villain. Yeah, um,
0: and that's kind of the thing about Rob Lowe, is like I think he like he could be a villain or a good guy, you know.
1: Yeah, he's kind of, he's, he's he's got that of kind of face, yeah. you know, that you. Exactly. It's both trustworthy and untrustworthy, depending on what he's saying.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and how he
1: says it. So he, yeah. I mean, that means he's he's a good actor. He is a good actor. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then yeah, as we mentioned, there's Tia. So there's Tia Carrera, who's
0: yeah. She. Who does was, all the singing for the character in the movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. As we mentioned, yeah, she's she's and she's so good. Um, yeah as this character
0: have you ever seen the show relic hunter
1: no is she is it? the
0: show that she was on Is canadian show that basically she was like an archaeologist that like that's sick What like she was kind of like this like almost indiana jones type character but like that's she would awesome. like try to like you know get stolen artifacts and like return them to like like you know, a their reverse rifle
1: indiana honor. jones yeah, 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 yeah exactly that's <laughs> sick
0: uh but yeah that. it was all filmed in to toronto
1: that's awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, more Canadian. She's not Canadian. She's from. No, she's
0: from Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And she played the older sister in Lilo and Stitch. Which did she? Yeah. It's, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Not relevant at all. But I did not know that, and I thought <laughs> that was interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have known that because obviously it's it's voiced, right? So it's yeah, like,
1: exactly. But now that I'm like. Yeah. I now I totally that makes sense. It, yeah. Now that I like I yeah. think about it, it's absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. Um. But yeah, so she was cast. She, I saw in an interview that she was like, "Yeah, you know, had you know, had Mike not written the character as being uh, this Asian character, they would have cast a, you know, a, a white blonde eye blue, uh, a blonde eye, blonde
0: hair, a blue, blue eyed, eyed. blonde haired." Yeah. Yeah.
1: So she was like, you know, it's cool that that that, like, she wrote, uh, he wrote it like that because it meant like she was like, yeah, so that you need this. You need a uh, an Asian woman who can sing and act. And it's like, that's Did me, she actually uh,
0: speak Cantonese?
1: I don't know.
0: Right. Uh, maybe. Because, I mean, I guess Mike Myers had to learn just that little bit.
1: I was reading. <laughs> now, I haven't backed this up. I'll look for it for she's, next week.
0: Uh, she's of Filipino descent, from what I understand.
1: She said she's of Chinese and Filipino descent. She okay. said a few things. But I read somewhere that Mike Myers actually knew Cantonese already.
0: And like, what? Yeah. <laughs>
1: what? And like, just played up the accent for this. Yeah,
0: that's. So he, he can speak Cantonese. That's fucking tr- ridiculous.
1: I, that's I'm such not, a weird fact. I'm not saying that's true because I only read this from one source that I don't fully okay. trust. So I'm gonna try and verify this for next week. But okay. tentatively, Mike Myers already knew how to speak Cantonese.
0: That's incredibly <laughs> impressive.
1: Yeah. Um. But we'll we'll check that in. So that's our that's it's gonna a be hard our quiz. Our, our quiz for next week. <laughs> Yeah. It is a ridiculous. I can't, I don't like. It's. It's one of those languages that like I've totally like. I'm never gonna try and learn that cause no, no, exactly, no, yeah, unless of course you know, um, the 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 global order shifts so that I have to.
0: Yeah, let's not <laughs> talk about that. Although they <laughs> wouldn't make you. Tur- they wouldn't make you learn Cantonese.
1: <laughs> yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah. What am I thinking? <laughs> uh, uh, anyway. Yeah. So yeah, Tia, Tia Carrera's cast because. According to her, she's the only one for the role, and according to the, like everybody else, she like walked in and everybody was like, "Yeah, obviously." Well, it's like,
0: yeah, clearly it's her. Like, I mean, she wails, man.
1: Yeah, she fucking wails. Yeah. Um. According to uh, uh Penelope, the director, um, she said when she came on board, um.
0: To your career, this is.
1: No, no, uh, the director.
0: Uh, 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 oh, she said. Uh, she said when she herself came on board. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. When she when she joined the project, she was talking about like kind of the 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 point of the project that they were at, Mm -hmm. Um, and she was just talking about how like it was they were bizarrely fixated on like Wayne's house and like the neighborhood Um, Wayne was. Well, just the the team. Or sorry, I mean uh, not Wayne. I mean Mike. Mike. (laughs) Same person. I think Mike
0: probably wanted it to look like Scarborough.
1: Well, that's the thing. I think, and kind of what <laughs> we were talking about is that first twenty minutes is so. Yeah, exactly. Like
0: exactly when they go to the gas works and they go to Stan Makita's, like exactly. Like By the we, way, Stan Makita's hilarious joke.
1: Oh yeah, that is that is a good one. Do you want to explain it for those not?
0: Uh, yeah, well, I guess for those of you who don't live in Canada, there's this coffee shop chain called Tim Hortons. Which you have heard of? I'm sure you've heard of it. I'm sure it's you've so Somewhere it. to like explain what Tim Horton oh, is. Yeah, I'm sure
1: most of our listeners have heard of Tim Horton.
0: Uh, but yeah, so uh, anyway, uh, Tim Horton was a hockey player on the Toronto Maple Leafs in like the 60s. Um, and uh, basically, uh, Stan Makita was a player on the. And so the Cop Shop is like Tim Horton is the name of the hockey player. Anyway, Stan Makita is a hockey player that was on the Blackhawks. And so then they made. A coffee shop named after Sam Nikita, which is I it's a play on Sam Hortons. It's gotta be, it's gotta be. It's like
1: <laughs> that's the yeah, the donut shop they the coffee and donut shop they go to is named after a hockey player. Like, come on, come and
0: on. they yeah, they just swapped out a um, hockey player from Toronto from one from uh, Chicago, uh, Chicago, so, <laughs> yeah, <it's>,
1: exactly. <laughs> But yeah, so that again, it makes sense that they were uh, uh, fixated on like what the house would look like and what the neighborhood would be like, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, no, I think it's 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 really like important.
1: Yeah. So then there's the the the, the Bohemian Rhapsody thing that we oh, mentioned yeah. earlier. So do you want to tell that story?
0: <laughs> uh, which one?
1: Uh, well, okay. So I'll I'll tell the I'll, the first bit is like so. Mike talks about like. So we're gonna uh, talk
0: about this here, not in the later one.
1: Well, this is this is where it happens.
0: Oh, so it happened. Okay, yeah, yeah, go for it.
1: Um, like so, when they were when they were writing it, um, Mike Myers like, he t- he tells like a story. He's like, yeah, the the, the Bohemian Rhapsody scene is like, that's. F- 100% drawn from my life because mm-hmm. he, he was talking about, yeah, I would drive around Scarborough with my brothers and, you know, friends, and we would do Yeah, that. they pop a
0: queen cassette in the <laughs> Exactly,
1: and they would do the exact scene, like, down to, you know, like, people had the yeah. own parts that they would sing, like <laughs> you Yeah,
0: know? yeah, classic
1: um, So he was like, this has to be the song in it because you know, this is yeah th-
0: th- th- This was apparently uh, a bone of contention with, like, the studio too
1: yeah, well, because Bo- they R- were
0: like, oh, it's going to be like a Motley Crue song, right?
1: I think, didn't they want Guns N' Roses?
0: Oh, was it Gunly- Guns N' Roses? Sorry. No, not Motley Crue, Guns Maybe, N Roses. I could have been Motley <laughs> Crue. Regardless,
1: they wanted like, you know, they wanted like a more heavy metal band than Queen.
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but, but Mike was like, you know, no, it has to be Bohemian Rhapsody, which I think is also interesting. Because like the song was like, you know, 10 years old or whatever when the movie came out. 15 yeah. years old, I'm not sure. But like, you know um so it was interesting that they chose that and um also that's probably why the studio wanted to have a more recent song like Guns N' Roses yeah
1: like I think it like if you listen to uh, um what's his name Brian May talk about it I think that like that song like really gave Queen kind of a resurgence specifically yeah no it really
0: did like that that song hit the top forty again because of exactly, this movie. Exactly,
1: exactly. Like this movie basically gave Queen a new lease on life for their post the, the, freddie Mercury. Cause P- freddie this Mercury is the first time I. This,
0: when I first saw this movie, it was the first time I heard the song, and I think it's the first time I ever heard Queen.
1: I think probably for our generation, that's the case for like most of us.
0: <laughs> and I was obsessed with it. The song oh, afterwards because oh, it's,
1: be it's like yeah. <laughs> Like, especially when you're, like, I don't know, when you're a little bit younger, like, obviously it yeah. still holds up, but it's, like, it's so fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's such, a, it's such a good song. It's, like, all the little parts. It's so good. Um, yeah, uh, on, on a slightly sadder note, this, the movie came out just after Freddie Mercury had passed away. Yeah. Um, and uh, Freddie Mercury was, like, I, he was sick, and he was in the, I think he was in and out of the hospital at the time when this movie was being made right yeah and uh apparently uh you know to get permission to use the song they they managed to get that scene done and show it to freddie and he thought it was hilarious yeah and so, uh he 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 signed off on it uh to have the song in the movie which was cool
1: yeah which is great that he like personally signed off on it exactly um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is yeah it's so sad like obviously like imagine f- like f- every like queen isn't one of those bands where it's like i don't actually listen to that often but every time you listen to you're like oh yeah freddie mercury is the greatest ever
0: he fucking wails
1: like he uh, there's almost (laughs) nobody better at doing what he does than freddie mercury like he is truly i can't think anybody a god at (laughs) yeah freddie mercury it's it's unbelievable so it's like it's it's so interesting and then obviously there's that that funny tie in where uh, 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 that Mike Myers loves to talk about where um he played the record executive in the movie Bohemian Rhapsody um i haven't actually seen that movie me neither <laughs> because i've heard a lot of bad things about it as well
0: yeah but we i've heard that it was that just here. really meh
1: i heard that it was really meh but i also heard that it like explicitly avoided talking about the fact that he was gay
0: Oh, that's a little weird.
1: Yeah. And I think, like.
0: That, I mean, maybe it's because he was so private about it.
1: Maybe. I, I think. Yeah. We, well, again, I don't want to get into it because, like, I don't I actually know anything. I just. I've heard, like. I can't really comment on that. Exactly. Yeah. Like, that's a whole other fucking conversation that when we do yeah. that movie, we'll talk I about. I haven't it, even seen that movie, so. <laughs> exactly. I can't need, really so, comment on not, it. So. We have no opinion. Yeah. No valid opinion on that
0: movie. Yeah.
1: Um. But, yeah, so. F- they, they got Bohemian Rhapsody on the fucking, uh, on the okay of Freddie Mercury, which is fucking sick. That's cool. So, yeah. Yeah. according to. And also, uh,
0: cool of Freddie to be like, you know, I'm, like, in the hospital, but I'm gonna check out this, you know.
1: Yeah, I'll, like, I'll
0: I'm gonna some... take the time to, like, you know, personally okay this.
1: Yeah, exactly. Super cool. And yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it's funny stuff. So, according to. Uh, she was saying that she did like a lot of the world building because they were super focused on like the script. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. know like how true that is per se. Why do you because, say that? Well, just because she also said that like they were so focused on the the like you know the the house and the
0: yeah the
1: the the. Well, I think it's probably movie. like
0: different aspects of it, right?
1: Yeah, I think she was mostly yeah. talking about like production because she was talking okay. about like how she had to like sh- like they sh- how she put together the donut shop basically.
0: Right, yeah. So, so,
1: like, obviously it was Mike Myers' idea, but, yeah. like, the actual, like, bringing it together, apparently mm-hmm. she... put bring it to life, yeah. Was a lot of... She said she did a lot of that. Yeah. Um,
0: and it looked great.
1: It did. Like, it was a really... Yeah. Like, this movie's really well-directed. Like, you can't... Yeah. Yeah, really. Um, like, even if there are some moments where it's like, uh, some question... Like, when it slows down, there are some... Uh, yeah. Its lowest points are even just kind of
0: like that's just. But its lowest of, points are so good.
1: Exactly, and its lowest points are like the result of it being what it is. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah. it fails. It's just the fact that it's like a film based off of a sketch that it's like. Yeah. Every film that's based off of a sketch kind of like has that low point when it has to force to do plot and not do sketch. Exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but. But yeah, yeah. you know. Still quality. Um, Well,
1: basically, so, yeah, we're basically we've got up to filming because it's basically, yeah, they've they've already got everything. They've got the script. They've got the actors or SNL people, like, hiring (laughs) other actors is not hard because they're not huge roles.
0: Yeah, and we got a really good cast in this movie. Yeah. We've kind of, like, everybody we've mentioned, we've been like, oh, they were awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And that's because they were. It's like... And like some of the uh, some of the smaller roles too were really well done. Like yeah, uh, like
1: that producer guy. I forget what that actor's name in, but he's what that actor's name is. But he's you know been into tons of stuff. Great character actor. Um,
0: uh, yeah, and also the uh, the donut shop guy.
1: Yeah, uh, that guy. James Ed O'Neill? O'Neill. Ed O'Neill. Yeah, Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, guy from Married with Children and more recently Modern Family. Yep. He's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it's such a weird character. <laughs> such a weird character. Right. Oh line. yeah. Also Alice Cooper. Oh, in the yeah, movie, as himself, forget. yeah, and his whole band—that's his actual band. Yeah, yeah, and apparently he is
1: a nerd like that. Allegedly, like, obviously not to that degree of like. I heard he played D and D. Yeah, so did yeah. Mike Byers.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if they played D and D together. <laughs> yeah, they,
1: you know, <laughs> maybe, but yeah. So, so, uh, it's kind of funny. Like they made this movie basically when SNL was in the off season so it was like Mm -hmm. scheduled for like the summer okay
0: so they had like a very specific like schedule that they had to get the movie done in
1: yeah and it was so it was shot in 34 days jeez
0: Um, that's a lot the
1: last scene was with Dana Carvey Um, yeah and after he finished the last shot he immediately without taking off his makeup he got in a limo on a flight and then went to New York to go shoot SNL Like, oh, straight from the fucking shooting um, yeah okay
0: that's that that's kind of interesting to to think about in the context of what we're gonna talk about next week with all the uh sort exactly. of drama and beef,
1: I know next week's gonna be great, so that's kinda yeah we're yeah talk so about I feel like but I,
0: once again, I feel like you know having such a Stressful schedule like that is gonna definitely accentuate any of that.
1: Any tension, exactly. Any tension yeah. that is experienced on set is gonna be like doubled if when you're on such a time constraint because everybody's exactly, yeah. fucking tense.
0: Exactly. Um, but yeah. But you know that doesn't even that doesn't come across in the final product.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: The the final product stands as excellent.
1: Excellent. Oh yeah, it, it um, absolutely does.
0: Yeah, despite any any uh, <laughs> time constraints that we had to do here. Yeah. But yeah, we'll talk more about that next week.
1: <laughs> yeah, production next week. Yeah. So we'll uh but this week before we uh close off, we've got a uh, yep. we got some party time. Here. We got a party time for you. Party time? Yep. It's excellent. <laughs>
0: Hello and welcome to Six Degrees of Star Trek. This is the segment where we talk about the connections between this film and Star Trek.
1: It's gonna be an interesting one, you know, very S N L insular movie. Yeah,
0: it's 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 funny because I don't know if any of these really go through S N L.
1: Interesting. All right. Well, I guess yeah. I guess it's only the production and then the two leads.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, there are a couple people, but anyway, yeah, yeah. let's start with a direct connection here. Okay. This is somebody who's been in this and in Star Trek, and that okay. is Mike Hagerty, who plays sort of the uh, the guy that runs the cable station. <laughs> he's that Ooh. guy with the mustache who gets fired later in the film, and he's like, I'm going to file agreements with the union.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 that guy, that guy. Yeah, you've seen him
0: in so many things. He's, yeah, he's, exactly. He's been kind of everywhere. But totally. he's been in... Two episodes of uh, Star Trek The Next Generation.
1: Oh, really? What episodes? Is he a human?
0: (laughs) I think he's a Klingon. Let me double check.
1: Because he definitely doesn't seem like the kind of human that would be in Star Trek, based on all the other characters I can think of him, you know?
0: Okay. uh, Yeah, and one of them, he's definitely a Klingon. Uh, So he plays Captain Larg. In uh, a 1991 episode called Redemption Part 2. And he plays Scoron in uh, the 1994 episode, I, Thine Own Self.
1: That sounds familiar. That name and episode title sounds familiar.
0: Yeah. Are you still doing the uh, next gen? You still watching next gen? I've slowed down. But yeah, it? I'm i Yeah.
1: I'm still... I'm still...
0: you still plowing through.
1: I'm still... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pluck, p- picking away at it.
0: Right. I mean, yeah, there's... Yeah, there's some slow parts, definitely, oh yeah, well, you know, definitely okay. certain parts of it are not as good as li others
1: it's a long show, so it's to be yeah. expected,
0: but okay, and now we have another connection here. this is okay. a two step all right, so we have in uh in this movie, we have Mike Myers, obviously, obviously he plays Wayne, uh Indeed. Wayne also, sorry, I keep calling him Wayne, I know
1: really he's fucking <laughs> 'cause he is Wayne.
0: I mean, he's also fucking Austin Powers. He is. It's true. Which is actually funny because when I was googling that, I accidentally spelled Austin with an O. <laughs> Austin. Because <laughs> I can't not now. Yeah, um, I know.
1: Me too. More leaves.
0: Uh, which we got. So, uh, in Austin Powers, uh, there was a cameo by Christian Slater, who played <laughs> one of the easily distracted guards. <laughs> um, this is the first Austin Powers, by the way. Right, and as we've mentioned, you know more than once, uh, Christian Slater is in Star Trek VI: The Undiscovered Country.
2: (laughs) It's true. As a communications
0: officer,
1: how does he have a big role in that movie? No, it's tiny.
0: Yeah, (laughs) it's like he's a tiny role in both the movies we just mentioned.
1: Yeah, right. (laughs) Okay, so the next one is
0: sorry. I said, "Buddy's there." Yeah, the next one is kind of interesting. Um, because it's like, it's kind of a gateway into a bunch of connections.
1: Okay, go on.
0: So, uh, in this film, uh, we have Lara Flynn Boyle, who plays, uh, Wayne's crazy ex-girlfriend. Yeah.
1: uh <laughs> I feel like we've talked about her a number, of, uh, not a number of times, we've talked about her before, haven't we?
0: Yeah, so, I, I mean, maybe. Uh, it might have been a connection to another, to this same thing, but anyway, she was in a show called Twin Peaks, uh, who... I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, uh-huh. Very interesting show. Um, I, I've
1: never finished it actually, but
0: you've never finished it. Nope. But there I are have, a lot of I've connections between this show and Star Trek.
1: I that we've gone through it a few times. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we have Ray Wise, who has been who. Uh, sorry, what was his name in the show again? <laughs> he was Leland uh, in the show, and he's been in. An episode of uh, Star Trek Voyager in 1998 called Hope and Fear. Oh, yeah. And he's been in an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation called Who Watches the Watchers?
1: Oh, yeah. Both. Yeah, I'm familiar with both those episodes.
0: Uh, Also in Twin Peaks is a guy named Benjamin Bamer, who in Twin Peaks plays Benjamin Horn. Uh, And he has been in three episodes of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. The as? Siege, The Circle, and Homecoming as Lee Nullis.
1: Oh, so a, re- a recurring role.
0: Exactly. Sick. And also, uh, finally, we have Meijin Amick. I think that's how you say that. <laughs> uh, she plays Shelley Johnson in uh, Twin Peaks, and in Star Trek, in an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation in 1989, in the episode of The Dolphin, she played a teenage girl. <laughs>
1: That's a, that's that was her big break, I'm sure.
0: I'm, I'm sure, you know, wasn't wasn't that long before uh, for Twin Peaks.
1: I mean, I'm sure it helped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. teenage um, girl.
0: Yeah, same year actually. Uh, oh, there you go. But yeah, that's that's a bunch of connections right there.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's a that's a pretty good, pretty good list. I mean, I'm surprised that there was even one direct. To be honest, so it's not really the. The most oh, I
0: mean, the thing is it's the era right that it's it kind of era, makes sense but that, <sighs> you know like early nineties there's a lot of crossover with Star trek, you know, yeah,
1: but I exactly, but this is not like you know this is not the salt of the earth type, you know no that but we th- talk once about again like
0: time. that guy uh hey ha- Mike Hagerty is that what he is that what he's saying
1: yeah, yeah, yeah Mike Hagerty,
0: I closed my Hagerty
1: Hagerty I guess yeah he's pretty yeah he's Mike a, Hagerty, he's but he's a salt of the earth sure. type guy, yeah, you
0: know. Uh he often he often plays roles like that. <laughs> on
1: the on his Wikipedia page, his the second sentence is he is known for playing comedic blue collar workers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's his that's his definitely tied. And he's from Chicago, Illinois, interestingly. Oh, very interesting. Uh which makes sense because the film is you know and around Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah um, so but yeah, that's our uh that's our Star Trek connections for this week. That's Hopefully our Star Trek
1: connections. Yeah, well they were good ones, so how yeah. could you not? So I not. guess that is our episode for this week, but um yeah, as we mentioned, there's a lot more fucking wings. There's Ford a lot
0: talk. more coming out next week. We're gonna talk a lot more about the production. Probably yeah. a little bit more about Canada.
2: <laughs> oh, for sure a lot this, more about this Canada. film
0: is so is so Canadian. It is but yet while, not.
1: Well not being at all Canadian, it's aggressively Canadian.
0: Uh, yeah, it's secretly Canadian. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, which is great. I love it.
0: Okay, uh, I'd like to give a shout out to all our listeners in New Zealand. Ooh, that's hide all the Kiwis one. out there.
1: Fuck yeah, that's a new one.
0: That's, that's a new great. one,
1: yeah. That's great. Welcome
0: and thank welcome, you. Welcome, welcome to Cranky Commentaries.
2: Yes,
1: excellent. <laughs> cranky, excellent. cranky, cranky. Commentaries,
2: excellent. excellent.
0: <laughs> all right, well, uh, all right, man. Uh, all right, <laughs> uh, all right. well, that's a all right. Car- Let's uh, Alright let's just uh, I think this is the end here uh, I guess yeah, we'll see yeah, y'all next week
1: We'll see you next week For another, uh, another one
2: Is this the real life Is this just fantasy Caught in a landslide No escape from reality Open your eyes Look up to the skies And see